What's going on guys, Wade here at on Toge, and today is a very exciting day. We are releasing our podcast series. I've got a lot of great people here with me today, starting out with the man himself from Eurospec, Doug the Alignment Man. What's up? Have Austin Simons here, our fellow track instructor from Zilla Track Days. We have our local photographer over here, Dylan. We have Mr. Couch, and he's just he's just our Miata man. Like, everyone needs a Miata man, so he's our, he's our doable Miata man. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the ultimate... 200 treadwear on and off the track. Uh, more purposely on the track for safety reasons and everything like that. But we will have our experience with all different kinds of 200 treadwear tires and uh, our future with the tire itself. So, man, I'll be honest with you. Like, I've mounted up just about everything you can imagine as far as 200 treadwears, 280s, 500s, whatever. Yeehaw, mud trains, doesn't matter. The 71R is just a. Whether it be the R, the RS, even the RE11 back in the day, it was still just like, why is it always higher than everything else? <laughs> why is it always that way? The 71R, in my opinion, before we got the RSs, which we're going to use for a benchmark tire, since the RS is just a complete god tire. And we're going to rate these tires in different ways, too. We're going to have four ratings for them. And that's going to be dry performance, wet performance, Steering feedback and just driver comfortability you, with it. What do you think? Like one out of ten, or uh, the rating is going to be ten. So okay. let's say if we get up to, oh, let's just let's start with this one right off the bat. Let's go to an NTO five. Okay, pass, all you Walmart emphasis on hard. So um, one out of ten, all the way through, maybe except for comfort, and so that one might be a worst, two. One yes, one being the worst, okay. ten being the greatest. Okay. But we're going to use the new RS as the benchmark for all these tires. Like, we're going to be using that to compare everything to. I think, in my opinion, anybody who's used NTO5s are like, oh, I really like them. But then they get on a better tire and they're like, yeah. these tires are not good. It's, well, yeah, it's exactly what it is. I, I will say, I think probably the only good thing about an NTO5 is that it has a really good linear grip. But other than that, it really kind of falls off short everywhere else. <laughs> it's more like, I want to go fast, but I want the tire to look good. Which one am I going to buy? Gets <laughs> on Walmart, <laughs> buys NTO. R triple R, baby. R triple R, So, for me, what I've noticed is the people that are running NTO 5s like them because of the affordability. It's, Correct. It's, I feel like people that run the NTO 5, they're pretty new to a 200. They're coming from a 300. They want something cheap because they don't want to go out and blow a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars on a seventy-one RS and be like, "Oh, I hate these! Oh, I can't run them as you know for my daily." Which a lot of us we run two hundreds on our dailies, and they don't want to go blow all that money on a two hundred. <laughs> right. And the NTO five can because it is you know obviously a really really hard compound it can last for forever, um, and so it's it's like the even cheaper version of an RS four. Obviously, you're not going to get the performance. But if someone is just coming into a 200 and they don't have all the track experience and it is their daily that they go drive in the mountains or do spirited drives, it might be a good approachable limit 200 tread retire before you get used to the grip of something like a 71 RS, which is just absolutely phenomenal. My whole thing is an RS4 fills that gap perfectly, though, because the RS4, it's very non-punishing. I mean... I've done two 20-minute back sessions back-to-back in the middle of summer at Road Atlanta. Can't overheat the dang thing. Now, granted, it's on a Miata, but you can't, you cannot overheat an RS4. Yep. It, unless you're just 
drive the dang wheels off the dang. Or you don't let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing is the NTO5 and the RS4 are super similar. I think the NTO5 only has affordability over the RS4. I think that's about it. Yeah. I mean, that would be literally the only god save of it. But the RS4, I think, lasts longer than the NTO5, in it, my understanding. So It lasts about the same. Okay. Dry performance all day over an NTO5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all day. Wet performance yes. all day. But I think the only thing is the affordability, and that's yes. why I say for somebody that was on a 300 <laughs> and they're trying to get into something like more 200 treadmill oriented, it can move towards that. Well, the only other thing is when talking about affordability, then you had to bring in something like the Federal 595. You could also bring in the Falcon <laughs> Oh, my 16. God. <laughs> we just turned it. Oh, Federal. You could also okay. bring in the Falcon 615K pluses, too, because I paid a little bit over $600 for this current set of 16, 615K pluses that are on my BRZ currently, and that is my daily driver. I actually just ordered two 615K pluses for the S2000, and I got them. Hell, it was 110 a piece. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Affordability so, with tires is super huge, especially in this category. I'm curious as to, and I've seen this with a ton of different people now, is why they're getting 615s over 660s when both exist. I don't know, because the 615 is not discontinued. So I'm wondering, on what realm do those two tires exist? Did Falcon make the same tire? Like, did they attempt to go after, okay, we're going to make a super grippy, like, dailyable 200 or is the, six, is the 615 more oriented towards the RS4 crowd and the 660 more oriented towards like the grid life crowd, the RE71 RS? Like they know what grip feels like and they want outright grip over the life of a tire. But it's interesting because you mentioned that and I keep seeing everybody that I know that doesn't go to the track on a consistent basis. Not saying that you don't, but just everyone I know that <laughs> dailies on a 200 keeps getting 615s over 660s, especially after all the tread issues that the 660s were having. Well, I think, like you said, the tread, the tread issue was a little bit, especially on the heavier cars. <clears throat> that being said, the 615s, they just last so much longer. Yeah. I mean, you said it, you nailed it around the head with, it's a direct competitor with the RS4, but the 615s been out for four years, mm-hmm. something yeah. like yeah. that. And so... See, with, with, with me, though, if, if I was going to spend the money to do NTO5s or RS4s. Totally off topic from 615s, but like, what about the V730s that came on Exodus? They're cheaper than 615K pluses. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they have about the same amount of grip as the 615 pluses. I mean, at the same time, it's like, do you want to run a Kumho? Like, when people look at the side of the car and they see Falcon... Or they look at the side of the car and they see Kumo. Which one do you think is going to have that cool factor? Right. That's the way I see it. Right. Cool, bro. And, you know, on the... Call me the Jeff, bro. <laughs> 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 you, do, you do Grid Life, bro? Yeah, bro. What tire you got? Kumo? Bro, that's not a Grid Life tire. <laughs> <laughs> but on the topic of starting out with 200 more tires, you know, already talking about the Falcons, let's go ahead and compare the 660s because a lot of people, especially everyone in this room, Loves an RE seventy one R. Yes. Rest in peace. But best snow tire, <laughs> best snow tire I've ever driven on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so before we get there, so you said you wanted to rank these kind of one through ten. Correct. Where does the NTO five land? 
like I guess kind of like stuff couching. It's like you ever seen someone get dragged out of a bar? <laughs> <laughs> That's the MC. <laughs> and they get thrown on the concrete. And they hit the concrete really hard. They're actually that's the rating. That, that, they <laughs> actually land on an NTO five. That's, yeah. that's how hard that combat. I hope Nino sees this. And like God, I hate those guys. <laughs> I don't feel like we're getting a sponsor from Nino. So, so couch on a scale of one to ten, where would you put it? Like, have, have you driven on? I have. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have a lot of experience on them. The main experience I have on them is driving wave cars when we ran them. Ooh. You know, like. Five years ago, some backstory back when we were first starting to get on to 200 Treadwares. That's my point earlier. Yeah. Exactly yeah. What I was yeah. yeah. And they were just, they didn't have anything. Like, no grip, no wet traction, nothing. Probably around 25. Maybe <laughs> a point 0.5. 0.5. I don't on the scale. I don't have a 340 over that, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I don't so, have So what would you rate it? Okay. So I've mounted a couple sets. I've never actually used used them before. I mean, the people who do run them... Mustang um, It's Mustang It's, it's usually Mustang Every car I was about to say. The last set I mounted up were for a Cobra kit car. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's that kind of... But what would you rate it from your experience? Okay, so if we were going to go out of 10, or... Okay. One, being, one being the absolute... I guess point .5 being the absolute... Point five. Point, <laughs> point .5 being the worst 200 treadwear. So let's Correct. Just, yeah, I mean, we're not comparing these to the... the the super hard 500 treadwares that you just put on your car. If I had the shot hand cooks that I took off for the Falcons of the MTO5. <laughs> if it was me, uh, I'd probably rate it. Uh, I'm going to go with a two. A two? Okay. A two. I mean, a 71R's probably, or RS is going to be a six. I just, Whoa. We'll, I feel like we're going to have to I'm get it. Wait a minute. We're going to let this guy in here. Hold on. Out of five, not out of ten. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I was going to get up out of my chair. Fight. No, it's six. You know, it's past that five. Okay, so on a scale of one to five. Yeah, let's go out of five because I think it might be a little bit easier, especially with there's not like a book of Okay, yeah. like that we're figuring this out on the fly. Yeah, so I would go with a two out of five. Two out of five because I don't think there's. I don't think a one or a zero exists in a two hundred treadwear world. If we are going to go to the five scale, it's probably a hard one and a half. Okay. What about you, Luke? Well, for me, it's going to be. I'm looking at the price aspect of it. Okay, everyone's gonna. Everyone's going to go into it looking at it as like, what can I find? that is extreme performance summer tire, which I think it is rated as, or what they describe it as. And someone's like, oh, extreme performance summertime. Let's buy it. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, if you're new to the world and you want to get into driving cars, understanding track experience and everything like that, you know, the price of the tire is great. Mm -hmm. It gives you a start. Mm -hmm. But, you know, looking into it, if I'm going to choose a tire that's around the same price range, I'm going to go with an Indy 500, which is... (laughs) More treadwork. Three forty treadwork. Yeah, keep in mind. I'm gonna go with an Apex. Yeah, there you go. And then Apex, the two eighty treadwares. Those are I have them on the Type R, and they I've done three track days with them, and th- I've driven to the beach three times. I still have tread. And <laughs> they may be heat cycled out, but yeah, they're definitely heat cycled out. Red Atlanta killed them for me, but they they still have plenty of grip. And I I can I don't want to I want to say bet money or anything like that, but like I have a feeling they have better grip than an NTO five does. And so I'll, what would you I'll, rate it with? It would be at least. I'm gonna go a little bit higher with it. I'm gonna give it a two point one out of five. 
Ooh, so specific. Yeah. Do it. Point. Okay. So this yeah, man gave it a two. Point. I want to give okay. it a two point one. Okay. What about you, Austin? Do you have experience on it? So the only experiences I've had is driven friends Mustangs. Oh every, wow! Every one of every every NTO five I've ever been on has been in a Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. Yep. Specifically, like an SN ninety five to like a you know the later generation after that. So I would solid give it a two just because. Like I said, it's linear rip, especially after you did a pretty good burnout, allegedly. Uh, then they they did hook up halfway decent, so I give maybe a two and a half, maybe three. So maybe I'll say two and a half. But. Okay, good rating. What about you? I give it a three. A three? What? Because of the affordability, and I think okay. I, I think Nitto, one thing that we I either aren't discussing or overlooking is Nitto does a really good job of marketing a tire that doesn't do. compete. So, like, it can't hold up to a 52, 71, or a 660, but they market it extremely well. There's a reason, like, muscle, muscle car guys usually put them on. And when I had both of my Fiestas, when I was broke and I couldn't afford, you know, like, a good 200 like I wanted to, but I still wanted to have enough grip to go out and do track days and have them last a little bit longer, like an RS4, I would pick up an NT05 and it would actually last me a good while. It would wear evenly. And I could, they were super predictable. Granted, this is a front wheel drive car, but they were super predictable under hard driving. Right. I hate how hard they are. I think they are absolute trash in comparison to a lot of the other options that we have listed. But I give it a three based on affordability and the merit of the tire alone. Yeah. But yeah, I I feel like it's a very good, like, upper middle ground tire. And I feel like I'm just going to get absolutely dragged by everybody. But affordability is. Affordability why, is uh, affordability is why I give it such a high rating. I don't think performance wise, you know, drive performance, wet performance, any of that. I don't think it holds up. I think as an overall, it gets a three just based off perform or based off of uh, affordability. I like that. I think that's you know, it's it's not the best tire in the world, but also it gets you out there and for driver capabilities, you get to learn about it. But you know, we have a lot more tires to discuss on here. And we yeah. got the NT05 out of the way. I think everyone wanted to talk yeah. about how so, garbage the NT05 was. So since we're already on the budget tire topic, I feel like we might as well just go ahead and bring out the hot boy tire that you know all the all the, all the hot boys like to bring out, which is of course the Federal Five Nine Five. And you know, I didn't put that on the list originally because you know it's just not in my marketplace. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. You know, I so I think with the six fifteen being released and obviously getting dropped in price as the 660 came out, I feel like the people that used to buy 595s because they were cheap and right. affordable now buy 660s because they're the same exact price. Yeah. Like, like they are priced almost the exact same. <laughs> I, think, I already know I'm going to get blasted, but fuck it. <laughs> so, um, I think that the 595 isn't a better tire than the 615, but it is a faster tire. Than the 615. I'm gonna. You're right, you are gonna get blasted. I'm gonna get blasted. I'm gonna get blasted. I didn't didn't say better, okay? We're not gonna gonna mix this up with better versus faster, okay? But I think. Faster makes sense because, like, you put that, like, across a. Say, like, a five minute course. Like, you got two laps at VIR. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm simply saying, if you just put. Let's do one hot lap, like one time attack lap. Call it VIR, because that's a good, like... That's VIR good. or even Road Atlanta, either one. No okay. One. Yeah. But I feel like the Federal's going to put down a better time. I really, really do, because, like, don't get me wrong, the steering feels 
atrocious. And the life isn't that great, and they booger up, and the heat cycle out super quickly, and any other aspect, they're not good. But as far as just sheer grit for one solid lap, they're not terrible. They're one, really not bad. So <laughs> they're not bad. Who's doing one lap? Like one lap hero tire. Yes. If I can turn this car around, you'll see a little Among Us sticker that says Federal's kind of sus. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> there is, yes. But, you know, around the range of the Federal tires, you know, the same thing as the NTO5s, when it comes to affordability, people want a tire that's going to perform mm-hmm. for the price. Yep. Now, how long is it going to perform? Yeah. How consistent will it be? Can you go in the 10A three times with that tire and be, you know what, I can break here at 160. And also, think about a lot of our friend group, the people we know, the people we drive with, a lot of people daily 200s. Half of them are dead. You can So for the amount of people we know, I would... I, I would bet on people not running them because you cannot daily a federal. That car, that that tire is going to wear out. Whether it's a lightweight Miata, whether it's a Hellcat, that tire is going to disintegrate. It's going to heat cycle. It's going to chalk. It's, it's going to delaminate. Yeah, and so I agree. I think for a dedicated track guy, maybe an autocross guy, that would be great. But for me, I also had them on my Fiestas and a couple of my eight sixes, and I just hated them. I daily them. Which I know, like people can say whatever they want about daily. Hey, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on another eight six. <laughs> so, like a quick rating for yeah. the federal tire. What was it? The five nine five? Is that what it was? R S R R. I think is is what it's called. Wait till we do that for rating. Yeah, okay, for, for me. <laughs> yeah, you. I'll give it a one point five. Wow, lower than the NTO five. I would rather have an NTO five than a five nine five. Really? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Really? Yeah, and they're like not too far off price, but yeah. Well, because. With me, so I daily my cars on 200s, so I value the life of a tire a lot. That's fair. Like, I don't need a ton of grip when I'm going to Walmart. It's not like you, it's <laughs> yeah. not like you go through tires very often. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The says otherwise. Like, 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 <laughs> There's four sets of eyes looking at me saying that's a lie. <laughs> what do so, you think? So, so I'll give it a one and a half. One and a half? Yeah. Okay. All right, what about you? Awesome. I'll give it a three. I'm going to higher than the NTO5, but not by a lot. Okay. 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 I don't have any experience running this tire, but I do have experience being behind a car that runs this tire. Sean runs. Well, um, not not just Sean. I'm talking about Luke. I'm talking about Luke Patterson, okay? Uh, Luke Patterson was running. No, he was run, on the Miata, the yeah. MB, which was an open diff car. Yeah. That car would handle like it had an LSD in it because, you know, half a lap. Yeah, it's just grease. But it was cool to watch the tire, and it compared to NTO5, which what I was on at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll rate it higher than NTO5. I'll give it a, now, I'll give it a now, three and now, a half. Wait a minute, out of five. Are you remembering when a few years ago, when it was fall going into winter, and he was spitting fire? Because I'm pretty sure you were on Maxxis RC ones at that point in time. Yes. Was that when he flipped the car? No, he no, was on RC ones. Yeah, he was fresh on set RC ones. Fresh set, unscrubbed. Right. It was still, it was damp. I'm gonna give that tire, uh, probably the the same rating as the NTO five. Probably, if if not, I might give it one point eight. I mean, just a hair less. Um, the only ones I've seen are just the hot boys that that throw them on their car. But I feel as though the Federals are harder to get a hold of because you can't access them on tire rack. Uh, half really? time you can't at really? all 
Um, remember, I have to use tire rack a lot. Yeah. And and you can't access them on tire rack. You can't. A discount tire rarely ever has them. I mean, like you got to look on Amazon or eBay yeah. to to find find our RSL. I don't even know that discount tire can be ordered. Know that. Federals. I was unaware. Because wow, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's like yeah. so they're kind that of like, like, like even even there when I work at discount tire, can't afford, you can't find it. <laughs> yeah, even when I worked at discount tire, uh, you know, a few years ago for those two and a half months, we never mounted a set of federal five nine five RSRRs, and we would do a hundred cars a day. Yeah, I don't know. So so what do you rate it? I can't really give it a rating. If I would if I had more experience with it. I would probably put it around a little bit lower than a MT-05, probably around 1.3, just because the MT-03, it's going to last longer. It's not going to grease up as, as bad or as often or as quick, and it's the MT-03 is probably not going to be laminate on you. Okay. I think that's a fair rate. Yeah, I think that is a good yeah. rate. Sure. I'm not going to disagree with that. Can we... Can we move away from the affordable tires? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> well, 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 no, I really want to talk about the 71RS. Yes. We yeah. You know, we were talking about the 615s being brought up, yeah. and what we're going to be using to compare is the RS, right? So if you're going back to the old days, the god days of 200 Trevor tires, I would say a 71R is by far my favorite tire. Best tire so, I've ever been on. But, you know... Discontinued. We had issues. We had to adapt, and we had to adapt in an area in a year during a pandemic. Yeah, we, we had we no idea yeah, we had how no that was going to play. Which during that pandemic, Bridgestone did tons of testing on the seventy one R and the prototype RS. Right. So someone that uh, a few of us know works for Bridgestone. He's an instructor at Road Atlanta or with uh, JZL Track Days, which we've all participated mm-hmm. in. And I was talking to him about them when I bought a set of 71Rs off of him. I was like, hey, I've heard about the 71RS, kind of what's going on. And he like mentioned some things to me about them doing testing. And like you mentioned in the pandemic, I think while the 660 was gaining popularity, Bridgestone used that as a comparison mm-hmm. as well as like the AO52 because obviously Yokohama is so close to like Tsukuba and Suzuka and all those other um, tracks <clears> over in <throat> Japan and Bridgestone was able to go over there and use those as a comparison. I'm not going to give my rating yet on the 71RS because I feel like there's more talk about the R. But yes. I'm just, I'm very ready to talk about the RS after my, after my experience with them recently. So with the 71R, you know, it was just discontinued where it left here like, well, obviously they need to be working on another tire and they were. So, what tire do we go with? Well, you know, Falcon released the RT660 right before everything got discontinued with Bridgestone with the, uh, with the RT71R. And, you know, the tire looks identical to it. So, when you buy the tire, you're like, well, this is going to do the same thing that the 71R does. Mm-hmm. But does it? And that's what we're going to bring up next. The 660. Because this is going to be the competitor tire that a lot of people are buying right now. Because mm-hmm. not only is it a price difference in huge yeah the re71rs which is out now but it also is a 200 treadwear so i've ran three sets of 660s at this point in the past two years at best i bet your wallet likes you a lot <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't no. so, <laughs> i i actually really really like the 660 um comparing it to an re71 I like it better. 
And for the sole reasoning of yeah, I know. Sir, I said it. Please get out now. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Get out. And there's but there's a reason for it. Get out. There is a main reason for it. The seventy one R is a solid two lap tire. It is. If you are driving a ten tenths lap, you get two laps out of that tire at full pace, and then they start greasing every time. And it could be at the tail. It could be on track. Any track. It could be you know. It could be in the middle of the winter, and you're still going to grease an RE71 in two or three laps. That being said... <laughs> that, <laughs> hold on a second. Let me finish my thought. So, that being said, the 660 isn't quite as grippy, but it's damn near close. It is very close. It is, it is. damn it is near close. close, and I can run it a full 20-minute session at Riverland in the middle of summer and not worry about heat cycling unless I'm pushing, unless I'm overdriving the car. But at that point, that's, it's not even the tire point. fault. It's it's mm-hmm. me overdriving the limits of that tire. Right. Yes. I, I, you know what I mean? That's me That's me full-on trailing into 10A like hard, you know? Like breaking at the 60 mark. And yeah, just literally just all of the trail breaks. Back in the, you yeah. know, back in the, backing it into 10A. Getting black flag by Reed by, hey, buddy, you need to stop. Yeah, like that. that's, you know, like, <laughs> hey, this isn't Formula Drift at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, so. I'm upset that you're right. And, like, factually, I've <laughs> driven on 71Rs and I've driven on 660s. And I hate that you're right. Can I start talking about the 71 RS? But when when I hear you talk about 660s, it's it's interesting because obviously I have all the thoughts on the 71 RS and it's it addresses like a lot of you know, the, the things that make the 660 great. Bridgestone combined that with 71 R and you know whatever. But if, we'll if we're talking on the 660 aspect of it, I despise the running them. I would rather if I was going to a track day, if I'm somebody that is like, okay, my 300s are shot. I'm getting new tires for next season. I'm going to go do 15 track days. Granted, the tires aren't going to last past like five. But my first tire I'm going to pick, I would much rather have like an RS4 over a 660 or something like that. Just, I'm not a fan of the 660. Why? I don't like the, man, I'm going to get just absolutely dragged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like the stiff sidewalls. I'm not a big fan okay. of the stiff sidewalls on the same. I agree. Every time. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm not a fan. I would rather have something like an RS4, and everyone knows how handcuffs, the sidewalls communicate a lot more. Mm-hmm. I scrub speed versus heavy braking, just like, you know, like Wade and I talked about it a lot. And I prefer a super communicative tire mm-hmm. versus outright grip. And I don't like the way, and now we're having these tread separation issues on 660s, which again, fucking yes. came out. And addressed it, fucking came out and addressed it, and then it's still happening to like a whole different degree now. People are having horizontal separation instead of vertical. The tires are delaminate, like all this crazy stuff. And we we just had it happen to one of our friends recently that has a fit. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I can't, I can't go fast on a tire I don't trust and a tire that I can't communicate with. So understandable to me, they land on a two. I'd rather have an into a five. Ouch. Oh, I'm just good over here, buddy. <laughs> my number one thing that I value in a tire is life. And I, I would rather track an NTO5. Hold on. Just real quick. My 660s, you know, granted, it is a Miata, a stock horsepower Miata. That being said, it has lasted me almost an entire year mm-hmm. on a one set of 660s. Now, granted, they did 
show cord on one and delaminate the other one. I'm like, this van's is like, hey, can you deliver me some tires so the track can come down? Yeah, sure, I got you, bro. But why do you need tires? Uh, my 660s are starting to cord. Yeah, they cord one and delaminate the other. These tires are great, but they No, no, no. This was after an entire season of running them. I mean, when did... Now, what does an entire season look like to you? Because other people might not know. So, for me, that was... I guess seven or eight track days. Call it call it miles. A lot. Oh, I, you can't put miles. Yeah, I was about to say. No, just total miles with the with the tire on your car. Because I know we we all drive in mountains and you know we do other things that push a tire. Oh, Maybe good. more than six thousand. Yeah, I did. I did at least eight thousand miles, and at least Lucky. I did. I did. I did at least eight thousand miles on those tires, and at least <clears> half <throat> minimum a half was was on track minimum. And so, what rating would you give it up by? A six sixty. Mm-hmm. Give this all three and a half or four. Oh, I really do. Five, okay, man. fair enough. But what about you, Doug? What do you think? Honestly, like I've I've mounted more sets of six sixties than pretty much anything else, and I think it's I think it's a lot of has to do with the price point. We were mounting six sixties when we still looked at tires, though. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm still mounting them today. Uh, my our good friend Logan Lowe, he's running six sixties on his car, and he has no complaints. I actually just rotated for him today. He he loves them, and he's I think he's driving North Carolina today with them. Mm-hmm. But like, I've mounted so many up for people, and like, it's rare if I see the delamination stuff. I seen it. I only see it on those people who are really, really pushing their cars. Uh, yeah, Mister yeah. Mister Hottest Face. And it's always hot. Same, same thing with you. That <laughs> same point, thing with they you. They're really, really <coughs> pushing their car, like how Dylan does, or how you know our friend the fit. Has a friend with a fit is a monster. Is, is <laughs> well, I, would, I would argue that he just overdrives the tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at. Call like, him out right point, now. <laughs> you know, at that point, when you are having the delamination and separation issues that he had with those 660s, he was 100%, in my opinion, with the tire experience I have, driving on the 660s, mounting the 660s, driving on all the other tires I've drove on, he was 100% overdriving the tire. So what would you rate it? And I don't want to go back to me. <laughs> yeah. Three point. A okay. solid three point. Out of five. Out of okay. five. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I don't have any experience on track, off track with them, unfortunately. Um, from what I have heard, they are a little noisy, but I mean, what 200 trail wear is not noisy. Um, they really have to pick your battles. Yeah. You, guys, nice. you guys hear the noise over the rattles of your car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm just, Beyond yeah. ownership international. <laughs> um, I didn't know that existed. I didn't know tires made noise. I just heard rattles. <laughs> <laughs> but for the people who have ran them, other than the delamination issues that some people have, people love them. Like they're like, oh yeah, I got stickies. I got. I'm ready to go do autocross or do because the majority of people I do mount sixty six to are for. Like autocross guys, because there's a local autocross down the road from where we work, where we live. Uh, the track, the closest track to us is three hours. So it's like there's not enough people tracking the 660s per se. There's more people running autocross. And everybody has something good to say about them, except for the people who truly push their car to the absolute limit. <laughs> he pointed at me with all five <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Look at you there, I buddy. The, I did the boy thing. Yeah, um, the but, so I'm going to give it actually a four. And that's only based upon other people's opinions, not, not based upon my own. Not to get off topic, but to get off topic. Um, <laughs> to get off topic. <laughs> little, little side quest here. 
uh, about tracks not being close to us. You know, we we are in East Tennessee. You have the closest one is probably Road Atlanta or A and P. A and P. Everything's closer. Yeah, you know, two and a half, three hours close. You know, you know, far two and a half, three hours away, but not for long, because next year Flat Rock is supposed to be open. Supposed to be. We're, we're all hoping. That is, that we're is, all hoping and praying. That is what they are shooting for for their construction time frame, is sometime next year. And then we can all take our 660s and destroy them there. Yes. No, yeah, yeah. that won't really find <laughs> out. So, but by that time, we're all probably going to be on RSs. Uh, I'll be honest with you, next year, springtime, I'm torn between two tires. And I'll tell you the second one once we start talking okay. about it. But yeah. my, fir- my first see, choice... You're a Bridgestone man. You've got Bridgestones on a lot of your cars. You're going to buy an RS. RS's are a hot pick. And I'm... Because I'm, I'm no so longer to talk about these. <laughs> <laughs> so Man's falling out of his chair. Um, Let me give you my review real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, so what do you Because I know it, this man. Because it's just me and you that haven't rated the tire yet. Okay, so this car behind us right now has had probably about six sets of 660s At on least it four. so far. And everything about it is, do I like them? Do I think they're like a 71R? Well, you know, when I buy the tire, obviously I want it to have the hopes of a 71R. It looks exactly like a 71R. It looks, well, not right now. It's, yeah. <laughs> but they look like a slick it's right been now. Used. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a 71R for me, especially on and off the track, understeer characteristics are one of my favorite things about a car that most people hate. I love having feedback in the steering Strubbing wheel. Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it, like you said, strubbing speed, mm-hmm. you can brake, but it gives you a good steering feedback when the tire lays over with the camber that you so specifically set up, and it's amazing. But <laughs> it's not, like it strubs way more than I want it to. Well, it gets greasy when it's not even needing to be greasy. On track... The tire feels great. You know, Road Atlanta, hot day, close to 96 degrees. Easy. Stuff's going to get hot. Easily easily track. Track. Plus on track. Yeah, that's the actual track test, like 110 easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good the torture test for any tire. And, and you know, I really don't have that many issues with it up there, at, or down there at Road Atlanta. Um, but for me, you know, an overall rating, I can go around Road Atlanta, have a good session, and, you know, the tire will start near an end of a 20-minute session. The tire will be okay. You know, this is this is it. This We're done. Run out of brake pads before you run out of tire, though. Oh, that's a whole other. I watched him kill a kill a brand new set of BP forties in a day. Yeah, oh. but when it comes to you know riding this tire, I'm gonna have to give it out of five. Okay, out of five, I'm gonna give it a four. Same. Okay, well, I do hate this tire. Giving it a four, except Austin gave it three point eight. Okay, I hate this tire. I'm going to let you know. I would rather have a 71R all day long compared Water. to this tire. But, you know, it's what I have right now. It's what I'm doable with. So, I'm going to rate it a 4 because it still is affordable and it does what I want it to do for the most part. But. I will say the only caveat I will say. 71R is going to be better in the snow than a 660. That's right. It is. Especially <laughs> when you put them backwards. So, yeah. I, 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 I forgot about that. So, <laughs> I, had it, I had an NB originally. And it snowed real good up, you know, up in the mountains. And so I was like, well, screw it. We'll go up and be an idiot in the mountains. With These tires are two-year-old RE71s. They're hard. They're hard as a brick. Now, okay. these it's like an NTO5 right there, so Yeah, it was an NTO5. Yeah. Again. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was like, they're ruined anyway. What does it matter? Like, literally, they just tied me over tires till I got a new set of tires anyway. Drove it up there, expected to do some good slides, have a good time, be an idiot. 
just hooked. It just hooked. <laughs> so at that point, I was just sing, making it a competition to see where I could and couldn't go. And it, it, it I was going where places where F one fifties weren't. In a bone stock in the garage door, he had to he had to turn sideways and walk through it like a big buff guy. But like, keep that door, bro. <laughs> you know so. another good snow tire that I had that we're going to talk about next. Okay, it's a two hundred. A lot of people in this room. This tire is just. It's like a bad dream. It's like the it's like the superhero in a bad dream. You're a bad dream. That just doesn't do anything, but it's there. And you know you can rely on it, but you can't. Okay. It's, it's the Robin to your Batman. It's the, <laughs> it's the RS4. Like me. Okay, fair. That is a that is a pretty I feel like we're gonna have to make sure we don't get too like off topic of that. Because you can talk about the RS4 for days. There's a lot of people in here. Well, all of us that know about yeah. an RS4. Um yeah. I, what I, it can do to you and what it can do to you. Yes. Uh, for the 660, I'll give it a 3.5. Um, again, I talk about value and life of a tire a lot. I will give them massive props on how long they last. And I've seen it firsthand at track days for people that come up and drive in the mountains. And they wouldn't be ran consistently at Grid Life because keep in mind, we have a ton of friends with Fitz, but also a ton of friends that run Sunday Cup. There's a reason those guys, A, they're light cars, the, the Fitz, and the tire doesn't take a ton of abuse. But... The way that that tire handles abuse, whether it's a front head, you know, because the 86 is pretty front heavy, um, and we both like the scrub speed, and so we both had similar experiences. The way they handle being pushed to the limit, granted, there's the tread separation issues, which is why I'm not giving it a four like everyone else did. Um, <laughs> there's the tread separation issues, but the life that they have, the fact that you can daily them, because again, that's a lot of the people that are listening to this. Are going to daily a two hundred usually mm-hmm. when it's way. Well, we live in the south. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, well, right, but a lot of it like, may be thirty-two degrees right now, but right, maybe but you can like for for me, for example, like I go shoot up at the dragon, and so I know I could put a six sixty on my car, go up there, and be safe, and have the tire last me twenty-five hundred plus miles. Granted, for me, most of my tires don't last more than four thousand, so I know I know the tire could last a decent amount of time and be consistent. And so I'll give it a 3.5. I like it. And I also really like the <laughs> I gotta go talk to my Bridgestone rep before we talk about the RS. <laughs> so, what can I tell them? The RS4 for me always holds a very, very particular spot. I know it's an emotional tire for you. It's 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 my it's my it's my rock. It's got a special <laughs> Literally a rock. Literally a rock. No. You seem to not heat up. An NTO five is a pebble. Oh yeah. The first four is a rock. A boulder. A boulder, a boulder. son. Okay. But for a good reason. Like diamond, yeah. okay. We if density is hard, okay. But no, the RS four is the tire I recommend to everybody who's just getting into this sport because they're not going to be disappointed with the lifespan compared to their standard tires they've been running. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're going to be a little disappointed because it's not going to last with a 580 last Yes. Month. But if you push a 580 hard, it's going to wear... It's going to wear out. I'm about to say, it's going to wear faster than yeah. an RS4 is well, yeah. if you drive them the same way. <laughs> so my point is, it's always the tire I recommend right out the gate because it's going to last them forever. It's not super punishing when they're cold. They do decent in the wet, at least when noon. And when they're warmed a little bit, eh, they get a little worse. What than about rain. when they're two years old and they've been sitting outside for a year? Then, okay. they're, just, then they're just really fun to slide in. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But no, so it's just, in my opinion, out of all the tires on this list, the number one tire I recommend to anybody who's never ran a 200 Treadwear or is still very new to it, the RS4, because 
They're easy to heat cycle. Granted, they take forever when too. When they do heat up, on track it's not an issue. Exactly. On track, you can exactly. you can heat cycle. On 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 the mountain roads, it's pretty hard to heat cycle. If you ask Zach how they were heating up, yeah. But on but on track, you can heat them up. Okay, on track, you can heat them up pretty easy. But they last forever. They that's say you can't overheat them. And they're super easy to learn on, and they're not punishing. They communicate well. Like, in my opinion, they, they're the best all around tire we have. I will all around. I will agree with you on that. They do communicate well, and when you do, eventually, after two hours of beating the absolute piss out of this tire and get them to heat up, they do work very well. But for me, my personal experience, I want to bend. I want it. I want it to be warmed up in a lap and a half. Right. It's funny. I can tell <clears> you guys <throat> are talking about the RS4, like walking in the way Austin described it, and the way Cal just talking about how long it takes to heat like, up. No, 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 no. Because, and I'm so adamant about them never warming up because I've drove on them three times. Every time I've drove on them, they would not heat up, and I beat the living piss out of those tires. See, they require a very specific way to like warm up and heat they something do. properly, yeah. like. like so when I was doing all the track stuff and like doing WRL and everything like that, yeah. everyone ran RS fours because yeah, it's are, an eight-hour race. Yes, they are fantastic. Yeah, for endurance racing like WRL champ car. Yeah, and you know especially dailying. And they're great they, in the wet. Speaking on yeah, dailying, yeah, they are really good in the wet. They do yeah. have decent, very well wet traction. But if you are looking for that more of a grip. I would honestly rather have a 615 k Which is, yeah, because is, I, yeah. I, I think if I'll you're looking you at how hard a compound is and how long it takes to heat up, I think yeah. right below the RS4 being, you know, taking so long to heat up, but still maintaining some grip. Because I've always said the RS4 is like 90% of the grip 100% of the time. Yes. Yeah. It is super consistent. Yeah. That's it, solid. Yeah. I, like and that. I mean, when, it, when they are warmed up, they are extremely consistent. And they're very hard to grease up. So let's let's spitball really quick. Okay? Let's spitball you. We'll, we'll, we'll spit. Shut up. We'll, <laughs> we'll spitball this. What about good to the cords? What about when the tire's corded? Oh, I can so, speak on that. I know you. Can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll just let the expert go. The expert here. <laughs> what What do you think is the expert. best tire? Like to the cords. Not a six sixty. Definitely yeah. not a six sixty. Okay. <laughs> not a we'll start we'll start with Thomas and we'll just go around. Okay. Go ahead, like Thomas. So to the cord. I can't really say to the cord on anything because it's hard to hide money. It, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to, responsible man. It's hard for me to run a tire that that long and down to the cord because of my experience. You know my four plus years of experience in the tire service industry, and we would have people come in every day, like yeah, I wrecked on these, I, I wrecked the car, or you know just some soft story about wrecking it or, or ditching the car or whatever, damaging their their car or whatever. I'm like, well, like yeah, it was raining. I'm like, well, you you're showing cords, you don't have tread, replace them. I don't have the money for that, but I just bought this pit the six hundred dollar pistol. That was your tire money, buddy. <laughs> So before, you pop off, so before before you end up before, grabbing said pistol, yeah. what, what tires do you yes, like to before wear? I take off on a rampage about people not taking care of the vehicles and getting off topic. The ones that I have ran closest to the cords, other than the current 660s that are on my NC Miata, 
Okay. Seventy-one dollars. Okay. What about you, Doug? So for me, on I don't I don't have any experience running to cores. Um, I, I usually run down to where they're bald and I get rid of them, and there were 70, 71 R's. And when I did, when they did, you could tell it was an obvious like grip change mm-hmm. uh, when they were down to bald. However, I do have a customer that would bring me an autocross car of a four cylinder turbo Camaro. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's what he ran. He had three hundred five square on it. BFG G Force rivals. rivals. This guy would bring me these tires that were literally bald. Like you could pretty much see that they were bald, and he would look at me and go, "Yeah, we still got another track day in that, or another." Autocross event into that, and I'm like, another day, what? Whole another autocross. And day. and a couple weeks later, I would <clears> see <throat> his results on his board, and he would be first, second, third in his class, somewhere he, on podium in his class. I knew damn well those tires were gone, but they were good even until the courts. Well, we have them on the list too. I think it'd be good they to do. talk about yeah. those yeah. yeah. what, what about you? I've had a 71R many times because I've had probably about 12 sets of 71Rs. Um, this man went through, I think, how, how many sets was it? Four or five. Sets it was a lot. In like one, one a month. But it was you at know. least one set a month because I know when because when uh, during the pandemic and I was still not laid off from Firestone yet. I hadn't been laid off from Firestone yet. I mounted at least in the time from the time that they cut my hours. At least time, once a month. From the time they cut my hours to the time they laid us off was roughly a month. Maybe five weeks. I swear I mounted two two sets of seventy one hours. And guy. you know why? Because they were all on cord. Yeah. They <laughs> so were. for my reason, seventy one R is pretty decent up to the cord. I mean, obviously you can tell. You could probably see the sparks at night flying from the cord itself in the road. <laughs> yes. Um, but R S four to the cord. Because it holds compound for yeah. some reason, you could probably and, and, and turn the entire inside out and it'd be fine. I do want to circle back to that so we can all because we did do our ratings before we started. Yeah, the cords or whatever. Um, Thank you. See, I actually, much as I literally just praise the RS four, not the RS four. The only reason being is because they're going to heat cycle out before they even get to cords. I don't know a single two hundred Trevor that can keep its heat cycle for two years. So I mean they're gonna heat cycle out before you even get to cords. But I mean heck, I heat cycled mine up, gave them to a friend of mine, and he ran them for a while before they got to cords. <laughs> so what do you got then? Sorry. Okay. It's, it's interesting how consistent it is because I'm played because of the speaking of consistency. Again, you were talking about how an RS4 is going to heat cycle out. It will consistently heat cycle out. And along with the heat cycle goes grip. And obviously, once you start heat cycling, there goes your compound, thus going to quartz. Yeah. But, like, it is so hard to tell. It, it You can just drive and drive and drive. And I talk about, like, dailying. And I talk about value. And the RS4, I've had four sets across different 8.6s and DSs and a bunch of cars. And... I think that if we're speaking on running the cords and stuff like that, correct. I've chunked them because I didn't heat cycle them properly and they manage that well. I've ran them consistently at track days, ran them to cords, even at WRL. Like you can run them all the way down to where, I, I mean, granted, you shouldn't in one of those events, but I've seen situations and I've experienced situations where they've gone down almost all the way to cords, pretty much bald, and it's, it's super progressive. It's nothing like a 71R, which 
I'm trying not to talk about the RS. That's not what I'm talking about. It, <laughs> hold, but, hold. But, uh, but without speaking on the RS, the RS4 is one of the most progressive tires that you can take all the way down the court. The only caveat I'm going to say, for, at least for my experience, is again, driving a stock power Miata, which means I don't wear out tires. Like, yeah. It's so hard to actually cool or like run a tire down to cords on, on a stock power Miata. Like, yeah. It's just. We've seen piece. the way you drive, sir. So, <laughs> so um, that's the caveat I will have to that, and why I chose the RE71 over the RS4 is because I can actually wear out an RE71 where it's really hard for me to wear out an RS4. It's which is part of why I would give an RS4 like a four point two. It is one of my favorite types. It is. I out of all those tires on the list, yeah, it's one of my favorites. It, it's it's not too expensive. It's definitely getting up there if we're talking about mm-hmm. price, mm-hmm. you know, which is why the NT05 is like the cheap RS4. Um, but I have never had issues with them. Like, I chunked my last set, and it was 100% my fault. I didn't give them time to heat up. I beat the crap out of them. I didn't adjust pressures as often as I should have to set them properly. I either dailyed them too low or pushed them when pressures were too high. But when I have chosen to use the RS4 properly, it's been perfect in the wet. I have never had a tire do that well in the wet. Not even the RS. As much as I want to praise it, not even the RS, and that's a great wet tire. Um, but super consistent in the wet, and I think that's more important than just outright grip is consistency. The feedback is incredible. They have a ton of life in them. Like you couldn't even get them to you know go down the courts. They just heat cycle. And then drive performance is like I said, ninety percent of the grip, one hundred percent of the time. And I'll take consistency consistency over outright grip every day of the week. And that's why a ton. And a ton of endurance racing teams running RS4. Is that what you ran? Yeah. We literally ran, I think, the same set of RS4s until the car went off track and the wheel broke. And then we just put another set of wheels on. Like WRL champ car. And, and that's, you know, for a lot of our audience that daily is like, Love if you're going to daily a 200, that's the I will choose an RS4. RS4 all day. You can say or recommend an RS4 very often because of my experience with them. I do not like them. I do not recommend them to anybody. And unless you are endurance racing or unless you are dailying on a 200 and want to be able to actually use the tire when you want to use the tire. Which both of those that you spoke on are emphasize the life of the tire more than outright grip and you prefer outright grip yeah which mm-hmm. is why you like a 660 and a like a which is what's good about 200 February is you get different yeah. variants for yeah. different brands yeah. so but what, so what would you rank it what for for an RS4 for an RS4 yeah uh, well you know out of 5 I'm gonna have to put it at probably a 3.8 I like it. I think that's fair for it. Okay. Mainly because I daily on them. I don't actually use them for performance reasons yeah. unless I'm racing or driving someone else's car that's on RS4s. Sure. Because my Miata has 245s squared on it and a 15. So RS4 is a very cheap and decent option for it. Yeah. Well, you know, not what's on the car right now. No. No. We're on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, give me the grip. So what about you? 4.2 on RS4 all day. 4.2. This man loves them. Dude, look how long they last. <laughs> Again, I ran them out, gave them to a friend of mine. He met them on his Miata, and he ran them for another year. <laughs> what about you, Billy? How, how often do you see them getting mounted? RS4s, that's, that's the crazy part, is I don't see RS4s being mounted very often. Because they last so long. And that very well Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of all the 200 showwares, uh, I see 660s the, the most. 
Do you I have experience on Arc Force? Everything. I have zero experience on Arc Force. Zero. Uh, unfortunately. I'm about to say he's a Bridgestone man. Uh, I am. And, and unfortunately, like I, I haven't enough gotten into 200 showers because since I don't, I, I alternate my cars every week, I don't put enough mileage on my cars. So it's usually like by the time I need tires, it's like it's already been two years or something. Man still has a set of 71 R's on his entire from like two and a half years uh, ago. Yeah, I think it's two and a half, maybe even three years yeah. ago. So. I have one little question before we get into what he wants to talk about. No, no, I still want them to rank the whole oh, okay. story. I do have one little side question. What is your favorite tire to mount 200 treadwear wise? Oh, favorite tire to mount. Yeah, okay. definitely what not an RS4. This this oh, or, this, or a Falcon. This Let's one's going to shock here. you. This one's going to shock you. My least favorite tire to mount on a wheel. A Yoko all day. No. Oh, I know this. Is. A 660. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Because sidewalls are so stiff. But a close... Well, sidewalls being so stiff, and, and when they pop, it's like... Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, you know, when they finally go... Very light, like 60 PSI. But my second one... Took me 100 PSI. ...is the RE71RS. It is my oh. second. Don't look at me like that! Is that your second? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Tell my yeah. eye. Because they... Because you're just mad. You don't have a set. Well, just, just, <laughs> just like you're gonna have a set next year, buddy. Well, just like the 660s, they yeah. run wide. Yeah. So that's another thing we haven't talked about. They run wide. So if you're looking for a 245, you're gonna get a. You would probably want to buy a 235 because it's gonna feel or it's gonna fill out the gap. If, if you, you take a stack of, of 245 RS4s and stack them up against a 245 RE71 RS or a 660, they're visibly taller. It's very obvious. But the thing is, is because they run so wide, people are trying to mount them on the on these wheels, and usually it's not a stretch tire or anything like that. It's usually like a the the beads of them actually get stuck in between, and it's like you, instead of taking your typical forty psi to mount a tire, um, seventy. It's seventy. It's eighty. I've seen eighty five, and when they pop, it's like when they give it up. It's not like a six sixty. They go bam. They just go. They just casually pop, and it's like. Where is the earth shattering kaboom? Yeah. It, it now, took me 100 psi to mount a set of Falcons one time. Yeah. So, 100 so, psi. So I'm like, I'm staying away from it. Like, this thing's going to go. Too far, where would you rank an RS4 based off what you know in comparison to other 200s? <sighs> RS4, I'm going to rank it a. I like Wade's answer 3.8. 3.8. 3.8. Yeah. I think I like that number. For, for me, my experience with the RS4s and mounting a few sets that I have mounted. I would probably give them 3.4, specifically because... That's fair. Oh, it, it's slightly lower than the 660, only because it does not have the level of grip that I like from Super 200 Treadwear Tire. Now, I want to talk about the the one tire before we talk about the God Tire. Nah, I'm just going to keep pushing um, this, pushing it down the line. Keep pushing it. And it's only because he's yeah. so anxious. So based off everyone's ranking of the RS4 versus the 660, the RS4 outranks the 660 by 0. 0.1 points. Really? Wow. Yep. Yeah, and this man's in the bat right here. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, like to change my answer to 0. 0. 0.2. <laughs> but, but it's interesting because of how different they are. Yeah. And they're, and they're only separated by 0. 0.1 points yeah, across... Wet, dry, sustainability, yeah. communication, mm-hmm. life, everything is only different by point. So, the tire I'm going to bring up is um, the Yokohama Advan AO52. I, yeah, I didn't want to talk about this. Um, yeah. Th- these, in my Why opinion... Why pushing me off? I, I got to, man. Um, these, in my opinion, are literally just 
right below the 71Rs. Now, yeah. I don't have any experience with the RSs, so I can't put them above or below. But the AO52 is an incredible tire. It is. When you look at it, when you see it brand new, it's like, this has grip? Like, it, yeah. it doesn't look like it should have grip. But the way they, they grip or how long they last is, like, really, really incredible. And everybody that's came in to me has ranted and raved about them. The last set I ever mounted up were for a, a, a female driver. Um, her name's Amber. She's got a wide-body S2000. Um, and she swears by these tires. Now, I think since then, she's gone to the RE7 RSs. She does have the It's so interesting. Yeah. Because every... So, I'm going to slightly just start plugging the RS a little bit. You've been doing it the whole time. Every every single instrumented test that I've seen with the new RS versus the 52, because, I mean, you are... Right there, you are in the, like, platinum-level spending money type of... Yes. Dude. Well, the... It, it's interesting. So the RS is better in every single wet performance test, mm-hmm. but the 52 is better in every single dry performance yeah. test. Yeah, see, that's so wild. And, and it's interesting because of, like, after my experience on the RS, in the dry, in, like, proper temperature, not even how cold it is right now, but in, like, you know, 70, 80, 90, well, 80 degree weather, I could not imagine more grip out of a tire. Because everyone loved the R, and the RS is just like the R, but I don't want to get too, too into that. But I just, yeah. speaking on the 52, I want to rank it. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I want to rank it high just for my hopes. Because after driving on the RS, I cannot imagine more drag grip. And that's what they get praised for so much. So what number are you going to give it at 52 then? Based off every single thing I've read, based off the fact that the band from Grid Life, like what Austin yeah. mentioned earlier before we even started the podcast, like... Based off everything I've read, and I want to go back to this clip when I get 52s in the spring, I'm going to give it a 4.8. Okay. I'm going to make it, because it sounds like almost a perfect tire. And you talk about them having so much life when, so I got, well, I don't want to talk about how many miles I got out of my RSs, but. Let's only focus on the good here. I value, <laughs> I value the amount of life out of a tire, obviously, because I go through so many, but. They're uh, in a 225-45-17, which is what I run on my car. They are like almost $30 cheaper than an RS. So I've bought the most expensive 200 Trevor tire. So if I can go down in price but up in grip, that would be worth that's it. almost yeah. a perfect tire, which is why I would give it a 4.8. Okay. And it's only minorly worse than the 71 RS by like 0.8% worse uh, over all instrumented testing, 71 RS in the wet. So to me, it is just about the perfect 200 Trevor. And I will, like, sit there and crown it that. I, I think the AO52 is the perfect 200 trigger tire. That's I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll die on that hill, and I haven't even been on that hill very long. <laughs> so, something that's really cool that, at least from what I was reading on the AO52, is they have actually, like, split compounds. Mm-hmm. Where the inside of the tire is closer to like a 300 tread wear, where you actually get a quite a bit of life out of it. Yeah, that's sick. But the outside of the tire, when you're actually rolling onto that sidewall, yeah. is obviously a... They say 200 tread wear, but let's be real freaking honest here. No, it's no, it's no. like a 100 tread wear out there. The only reason it's a 200 is because the inside's a 3 and the outside's a 1. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But the, the RS is like that. It's a split compound in the middle, yeah. which um, I remember, I think I showed you guys all the pictures. I had a like an... I don't know, half an inch, just valley in the middle of my RS. And I contacted some people at Bridgestone and I was like, hey, what's going on? They're like, it's a split compound. 
I didn't even know that was a thing. I had no idea. Yeah, but I had this massive, like, I had this massive, you can pull a picture up so you can, like, plug it on, like, if this is real or video, whatever. But, yeah, I'm, like, missing this massive, like, right in the middle tread. Red, almost. Yeah, it's like a valley in the middle, and they're like, yeah, it's split compound, and sure enough, it evened out over time. So, I've got something I just found out. I literally just looked this up. Yokohama's got a new attire now. The eighty oh nine, yeah, eighty oh nine, yeah, because it's the new eighty oh eight. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. they, they, I guess they're calling it, and it is two dollars more attire than the L fifty twos. Two dollars. I bet they do that in my because size. they've watched how successful Falcons been with the split two hundred. Mm-hmm. I bet they're going to do the exact same. I bet you the eighty oh nine is like a six fifteen, and the eighty or the AO fifty two is like a six sixty. See, yeah. this makes me question. This was my second choice was I was going to get an AO fifty two. Uh, or an RS, I hadn't decided. Yeah. But now I'm seeing the 80, 8009s and they look more aggressive than the AO52. Right. So I'm Wait, like, so before we, huh, while we're in know. Yokohama land, what would you rank a 52 based off what you know and do you have experience with the tire? Because I, I don't. Very, very minimal. I've driven some customer cars on just simply just test drive to make sure things yeah. are crap right. And at least from the road noise I felt and what very little driving around I did and obviously the research I've done. Yeah. And again, man from grid life, I mean, that says something. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if if they made it from grid life, you're like, all right, why? Like, you have to do research into why. There's a reason for it. Sure enough, I think I'm going to give give, give this a a 4.8. And that's hard for me to put anything over RS4 and a 660. So, I think that's pretty interesting because... Myself, I don't have any knowledge on the tire other than the fact that <laughs> no, it was in my car multiple times. But I was like, probably shouldn't buy these tires this check. Might want to wait because they, they are a bit pricey, right? Yeah, they're they're pricey, yeah. So why would I spend the extra money when I could just be like, ah, I'll just affirm 660s or something oh, like that? Yeah. I just had this revelation recently with the RS after driving on it. I think the extra money's worth it. Because I got more life. You were talking about life on the 52s. I got more life out of this tire under hard driving and daily driving than I would have gotten out of a cheaper tire. So I think the money you pay, you pay for consistent performance over an extended period of time. Correct. You're almost paying to have extra time. Yes, you are. So I think that's where the price is justified. It's not like, oh, this costs you know $300 more set because it's better. Well, it's better because it'll last longer. It's going to be more consistent. It'll heat cycle when you need it to because yeah. you can heat it up in three turns around road or two turns around road Atlanta, not even a full lap, and three turns up at the Dragon or up in the mountains or whatever. Like you just have a little hefty and she's good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, but that was one thing. Like you, you were speaking on price. That's the one thing that I recently I always thought like the high price two hundreds were stupid, and the RS changed my mind on that because of how long they lasted for me. So. I just I want to think about that. But what was like that, and that's a good point. Yeah, what you and like Doug was saying, you know, when you look at the AO fifty two, you're like, this is a two hundred treadwear tire. This looks like an all season. What yeah, is going on? Like but you know, for someone that's never ran the tire or even physically seen one in person, and this is going to be rare that I give this. You can't say you haven't seen one because Forrest had them on his S two thousand. I never got to see the S two thousand. It's prime though. He also had Daisy with fifty twos on the TS. So I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it a four point five. Four five. That's 
Right. Man, we're hyping these. Oh, we are hyping these up. None of us have any experience. <laughs> I, I want you to bring this clip of us rating this back up in the spring when I get 52s. Okay. Junk. <laughs> Junk. 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 But for the AO52, it was $358 tire. That's $40 plus a tire mm-hmm. more. I can't justify spending $160 more for a set of tires. So just for that base reason alone, uh, 4.2 for me. So even though the price is kind of a deterrent, if, it, if it costs the same as an RS, what would you range it? Just in theory. 4.7. So half a point for price. That's half fair. a point That's only, fair. only for price. Mm-hmm. Only based on price. That's Nothing fair. else but price. Now again, I, I talked about anybody who's random. I literally only know two people at random, and both of them have S two thousands. It's so weird that we them. that it's ranked so high and we have so little experience. But I think it's the price that's kept us away. Yeah, yeah definitely. Too. It's one hundred percent the price that's kept for us every away. other option that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like. For me, the whole reason I'm getting them is like, oh, it's like, you know, I've spent the money on an RS now, and it's like, okay, I want to see what literally the best tire, the best 200 acts like. Yeah. What, what do you think of? Do you have, first off, do you have experience with them? I do not have any experience mounting them in the tire service industry or even driving on them at all, not even around a parking lot. The only experience I've had with them is literally just looking at reviews. Actually, how was mounting them? Um, mounting them is actually not that bad. No. They are uh, they they are kind of a stiffer sidewall, not quite like the six sixty, but it's like they don't they don't run really wide like the six sixties or the seven mm RS. They're very true to size. Yeah. yeah, they're very true to size. So like I can see people running. If you run a two sixty five, you can get away with a two seventy five or something of the sort and kind of stretch mm-hmm. out. But if you're on a six sixty or seven mm, that's yeah. something that's real crucial for me. So the new the so I drive for anyone that's listening that doesn't know. I have a twenty twenty two GR eight six and the fitment is worse on the second gen than the first gen because yeah. of the rear tab in the back that they added. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be super careful with tire sizing because I want to run a 255-40. And if it runs wide like a 660, it will hit my fender liner in the rear and cut a hole in the sidewall of my tire. Yeah. yeah. So I need something that's true to size that's consistent, which is part of why I want to move towards that because I know if I'm getting a 255 it is a 255. It's not going to be a 255. Yeah, it's not going to be like a, a 265 like the Simulon R was. Or well, the RS the, runs wide too. Like yeah, the, the RS runs wide too. And I can yeah. attest to that because out of all the 225s I've had on my car already, the RS was decently It's still wide. a lot wider, yeah. So based on what you know, what would you make Based on what I know, I would give it a 4.4. Specific, now, if it was, if theoretically, if it was the same price as an RS, or even the R was when the 71R was still available, you know, two years ago. What are we talking about? We got tired. We got like half off. We were yeah. Firestone. Yeah. Um, it would probably be, be closer to a 4.7 or maybe even a 4.8. Wow. Man, all I'm saying is next year, we all be on. We, we, all, be, we all need to be on AO52s, so otherwise, we're getting called yeah. out. <laughs> we are all going to get called out if we're not all on AO52s next year. <laughs> I have said from the very beginning, since Bridgestone announced the 71RS was coming to the United States, that I was going to try them. And I am going to try them. Oh, I had a set I could give you. Sir, those <laughs> oh, are slight. <laughs> I have seen those <laughs> tires. Man, so it is significantly... 
I like how every tire we've talked about, it goes up in range. It goes up in price. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. I know we're kind of like, how many more tires are we doing? Because we're pushing it for time. Because we can talk yeah, about Yeah, I was about to say, we're getting well, close we're to time. Can we end on the RS? Let's end on the RS. Okay, is that the next one we're talking about? Yeah. So, I'm going to transition over to the RE71 RS, which is our benchmark tire, what we're going to rate. Actually, guys, we just ran out of time. Let's go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, next time. Why? But I'm going to be time. the last person to talk on this. Okay, and I really want to hear your opinion on it because out of anyone here, last. you are yeah, like... Yeah, you have experience. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you've you've taken your wheels off experience. and brought them to bed with you. But... <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot of other different 200 charge words that we could have talked about tonight, and I would love to fit all those in here. Um, autocross tires like the BF Goodwrench tires and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Hey, we touched on the rivals. We, we, we did touch on the rivals. rivals. Uh, the VR1s. Um, yep. I'm not really going to talk about the Coopers at all because I don't have any experience yeah, on them. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I don't know. Did anyone ran a Cooper? Did someone out there ran a Cooper? <laughs> I did not. A set of Z3s, though. The and only experience I have on any Cooper tire is a Cooper Cobra Radial GT, and that was on my 1990 Toyota pickup. That sounds like a okay. 1990 <laughs> I think if you have a VR1 like in your on car. The aluminum center line here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, perfect truck tire. But if you have a VR1 <laughs> in your car, right? You For probably VR1 like. Yeah, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this tire. 200. And then you look over to your left and you see this all slick IMSA style tire. You're like, RC1. I'm going to buy an RC1. Yeah. That's a different <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah, you just got RC1 at that point. But. At that point, just buy. So I want to I want to hear you guys talk about the the R and what you know about the RS. Like aside from what I've said. Okay, so for the RS, for me, I don't know too too much about it other than it being a main AO fifty two competitor. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and it being and, and it being the revival for the RS seventy one R. So yeah, what I'm going to say about this tire, you know, I've had a little bit of experience with your car, thankfully. I appreciate that. Is I'm going to demand traction very fast. Okay. Just like we did with the RS71R. Correct. That's what I want. I want good life. I want good steering feedback. And I want it to make the car extremely and significantly fast compared to a lot of other treadwear options. When you say Even fa- in the same category. When you say faster, like all of the. All of the uh, articles and stuff that I've read from Japan and things from Bridgestone and people that have done the tests on them and have tested the A052s and the RSs and even the Rs when they were still around before they were discontinued and they looked at the 71R versus the 71RS the RS was a half second faster dude and like all the instrumented testing because I've I've looked at all the stuff it is like crazy like yeah. a, around Sakuba on an SD thousand with seventeen by eight and a halves, it was like one point three seconds yeah. faster. That's insane. So I'm gonna go ahead and just put my opinion really quick on the RS because I want I want to hear yours about it. Um, so the RS for me, I'm not ran one yet. I've just drove. Okay, based I just on drove what on you know about the, so whenever one ranks these, I want to know like the, the ranking based off your experience with the R plus what you know about the RS. Okay. So I feel like that would be the most consistent. I'm still gonna rate it a five. Oh my goodness! Yes, based because of what your experience on the R71. Yes. Wow. I'm gonna rate it a five, and mm-hmm. after driving your car, 
I can see that. He's like, it's a two. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me my NGO five yeah, back. A five. Yeah, it's wow. going to be a five. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys talk about it. My experience with the R, I don't have any experience with the RS. Right. Yet. Uh, until next year after everything gets done with my car and everything, which is a whole other topic that I'm not getting into. Uh, my experience with the R was the R did exactly what I wanted it to when I wanted it to, even when it was cold. So the R, the 71 R to me is is a five. Man, two in a row. The 71 R to me was a it is and was a five. The RS, I hope it is a six. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Um, I'll 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 probably agree with Couch on on that on uh the R was was a five for me as well. Mm. Uh, oh I, my God. I was I was wow. obsessed with those when I had them on on my Miata and yeah. I, I had two different sets and they they I mean. After a run on the dragon, you can you can get out of the car and turn around and look at the bumper, and it's caked in little black speckles of where, where you've just been ripping it with these tires. Um, and you can do it like ten times in a row. You could, and they they would literally be like, "Yep, no problem, I'll take care of it." Mm-hmm. Um, the, based upon my what I've you know I've mounted mounted them up, and then people talking about them and stuff like that. We've mounted so many. Uh, yeah, um, the seventy one R. I'm gonna give them a five for sure. Uh, my hopes for an RS, I hope to be a 5.2 or something like that because it's impossible to get past 5. Um, but I hope that the RS will be a 5. Um, for now, I can only give it a 4.8 because I don't have any experience in it. And that's it. That's the only reason why I can give it a 4.8. And not a 5. And not a 5. I'm sorry, guys. You're going to drag this man. I'm not going to drag. He starts putting on NTO5 apparel. This man is now sponsored by Nitto. So, this is based off your experience with the R yes. and what you know about the R's. So, at least for the R, like I don't have, I have very little with RS. Very, very little. But with the R, it's not a 5. Sorry, guys. It's going to be like a solid, like, 4.2. I'm going to drag you out of this garage right now. 4.2. Do you own a Camaro? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Every Camaro do is, you, like, unsubscribed. Sir, <laughs> sir, do you own a Mustang? Is your car everyone thinks everyone thinks my car's a Mustang. <laughs> now, why do you rate it so... Why do you well, rate it for... Because you're pretty consistent about the whole, like, 3.8 to 4.2 yeah. range. Yeah. So it seems on the higher end of tires for you. Why do you rate it? Where do you rate the it? The grip is great. I love the grip. The life was good. The communication was fantastic. Yeah, I'm wondering. Oh, what were the the consistency? I can only do a one good yeah. lap. If I do one ten tenths lap, dude, I have to go back in. I have to pit in. All the autocross people are like clinging to Austin because yeah. most of what yeah. you talk about is like, I need a tire that lasts a one lap know, like, hero. A one lap hero. Well, well yeah, because you're talking about like this tire is great for one lap. All the autocross guys are like, yeah, this tire, yeah, this yeah, one, yeah, yeah. But again, I I'm the kind of guy who you know. Who tries to sneak into as many sessions as he can on track? Like, oh, you know, if, I, if they let me out there on track for an hour straight, I'm gonna try to push. He's gonna I'm, blow his car. He's gonna try to blow his car. See, my car <laughs> won't blow up. My car will not blow up. But you can't even go an hour on the R, which is why you give it a four point two. Exactly. I it, like if, if I do a seven tenths, I could do a whole session. But if right. I do a one ten tenths like lap where right. I really push it for to break my track record, I have to pit. I I have to do a cool down lap and pit. Because it just won't hold up anything past that. So what it, was your rating? A 4.2. Because for that very reason. Okay. I, Plus what you know about the RS. So with the RS, so what research I've done 
they seem to have ironed a lot of that out. From what research I've done, what talking to this guy's done, which he's going to talk about in a second. <laughs> but, like, also, like, you know, watching him drive that car and riding with him a little bit and everything else, they seem to have ironed a lot of my beef with that out. So, my speculation is that it's going to be a 5 with the RS. So, based off that and your experience with the R, where do you rate it? The RS? Yeah, because that's what we're doing. Yeah, my speculation is going to be a 5. But what do you rate? that? So, what everyone's given, what, like that, that's what I'm saying is experience with the R plus what you currently have with the Oh, it's like combined? Yeah. What do you rate it based off that? Ooh. I mean, it's going to be 4.6 or a 4.7. Like, you need the middle. Okay, I'll give you four sixteen. Yeah. All right, let's hear your grand finale there, Dylan. Come on now. It's no into your five. It is <laughs> so. <laughs> so we're not getting any, spo- we're not not getting any sponsors. <laughs> okay, so I'll preface this for anyone that doesn't know. I bought a, you know, I bought R seventy one RSs in a two twenty five forty five seventeen, and they survived three thousand two hundred and twenty miles of street plus mountain driving. That is me being a photographer up at Tail of the Dragon, going up there four plus days a week, and I don't drive super slow all the time. He does the speed limit very aggressively. <laughs> I will say, based off my first it's off, it's a very fast I, I want to talk about the 71R because I have a ton of experience with that, and that was my biggest gripe with the car, or, or with, with the tire, was that, dude, it would not last. Give me a full lap around Road Atlanta, and I am greasy exiting seven. Yeah, like, like that is where like the tire would just fall off. I will never forget when I recently drove with Wade up in the mountains, and I was following this car, and I was on my RSs that were pretty much brand new, and I know about across that road where a tire starts to fall off, and I put myself in kind of a pickle because I expected the car to grease understeer, scrub, and then hook. And it just gripped. And I was blown away. And so I was able to do that. And the thing is, I could do that consistently. We did that, and then we turned around and did half a run, half a run, and then a full run, and the car never lost grip. And part of all the research that we've all done, and that when I was reading about the tire before I bought it, because I had to make it make sense to me before I bought it. That's what I try to do with most things. Um, but reading about all the testing at Sakuba and at Suzuka and all these other circuits, I was blown away with how many laps I could get out. Because it wasn't, oh, we beat the 71R by 1.3 seconds this one hot lap. It was like over the course Consistently. of... Over the course of 10 laps, it was like 15 seconds. Because the R would just... The R can't even do 10 laps. <laughs> and so you would watch yeah. this. And so I was blown away by that. And then when I was researching to pick the, the RS or the 52, I knew we were getting into winter. And so that means obviously a little bit more rain. I will say, if you want good performance and you live in an area that might get rain every now and then, you are absolutely fine by driving an RS71 RS. And it is, I mean, marginally behind an RS4 in terms of wet grip. All day. I would agree. I I was, I was, yeah, because you drove it in the wet. Yeah. It is insane the amount of grip that you get from an RS in the wet. And on every instrumented test that's been done against an AO52, it outperforms in the wet, but I didn't know it was going to perform as well as it did. That was the big thing for me. And there's uh, one of the parkways up here, Foothills Parkway, has just recently been repaved. And I was able to drive on that in a downpour when it's 55 degrees outside and I felt comfortable and safe in my car. 
And that was three days before I brought it to you to get tires changed. <laughs> and they were gone. And I was, I was just, I felt so safe in that car. I drove on the rain or, or in the rain on the dragon. Not exactly hard. Exactly speed limit, right? But, well, well, I didn't drive hard. Obviously, you know, I do know the limit of a tire and I know the limit of a road and how to drive safely within the bounds of the road and the tire and the car. But I was just consistently surprised. And speaking on, on consistency, that was something else that blew me away is that like you drove on the tire, I've driven on it, and in the wet, in the cold, in the dry, the tire is super consistent. It doesn't just like snap and lose grip, which actually is one of the faults of the RS4 under hard driving is that it would it, it would just like go. Yeah, eventually so, usually heavier cars. I just, I've never been on a super expensive 200 just because I've never really been able to justify the price and think I'm at a point to where I can't justify Now he's going to buy a year five twos. <laughs> um, I, I, I give the RS a 4.8 because I want to rank it exactly where I ranked the 52 for now. Based off everything I know. That's safe. How, I like it. And, and how hyped I am about the 52, I'm going to rank it the exact same. I, I just, props to Bridgestone for creating a tire that is consistent, which is something that you that you like to you know have in your arsenal because you want a tire that you can take out for a twenty minute session. I want a tire as reliable as my car. <laughs> right, yeah, for a three hundred thousand mile yeah, yeah, still for running. almost three hundred thousand miles. But I to blow up for I could take years. I could take an RS to a track day at Road Atlanta, and I know for a fact I could drive down there, do my track day, drive home in the rain, and be fine. It's not going to be perfect. No two hundred treadwear tire is going to be perfect. No, no, nothing is. But I think it's a 4.8, and I mean, I am struggling to really not rank it a 5. I'm doing it just out of morals. I know, I was just like, 5. five. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, give me that Bridgestone sponsor, boy. It, it is, I really want to make it a 5, but I don't I don't want to call it perfect, I just, because I feel like it's going to have flaws versus the 52. I feel like I'm going to drive the 52, and it's going to be, you know, better in the dry than the, than the RS, but then I'm going to drive in the wet, and who knows? So I'm leaving that margin of error, the 0.2 on the AO52 for not performing the wet, and the 0.2 on the RS because it might get outperformed by the 52 in the dry. But I will say, of tires that are available right now, for those of you know the people out there that could justify the price and that daily their cars, I would not recommend a tire quicker than an RS. For a, a car that you can drive around on, go beat on in the mountains, even right now with the weather the way it is, because it's like probably... 38, 40 degrees in this garage. <laughs> yeah, I freaked my ass off. Yeah. Like, I, I had my car at your place, you know, two, three days ago, and I still would have driven those tires up to the Dragon, up on a mountain road, finished them off at a track day. And Doug's like, no, no, no. Doug's like, please don't. Just look at it. Doug's like, those tires were slicks, buddy. Spe- speaking on the logical sense, absolutely not. But speaking on how confident I was on the tire and how long it lasted me, up until the, it went to your shop to get fixed, it's like, I... I'm so quick to recommend them. I get, it, that's the most a 200 has ever lasted me on the mountain. Since I've lived up here, being on all the amount of tires that I've been on, that is the longest a 200 treadwear has ever lasted me. And that's also the hardest I've driven on a 200, which really blows me away. I did not expect it to last more than 3,000 miles. I have two points to make. Okay. So there is a one properly bad downside to the new RSs. Other than price? Other than price. And that's availability. Yes, yeah. true. They, really? they don't even make yes. them in my size. Oh, a 225, wow. 15 is like yeah. one of the most common sizes. They don't make a for an RS in it. Yeah, that is true. Now, I have talked to somebody at that works for Bridgestone. Same person? Same, same person. Okay. Yeah. 
Good old Lasano. So, in that said, there should be a new compound that they're in that's in development mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Because they do everything in cycles. Yeah. Now the RS has already been out for two years in Japan before it came to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't feel the need to bring out any more molds for those tires because yeah. it's just not profitable. Which is from a business point, you got to understand. From the standpoint of, of yeah. business perspective, yeah, you have to understand that. Profit. So not really, not really shitting on them for that. That being said, the new tires have been, you know, he's told me he's like they should be in pre in like our triple our triple eight level of of re- availability, yeah. where they make them in the most obscure sizes possible. Yeah, like that, that, that's and he, good. He did speak on the same guy spoke on when I lost that rib in my tread and uh, how it's a dual compound and it had to even out. He spoke on that as well about that new mold and like a little bit of a fix for it. Yeah, so I'm about to say, so about to say, we're a little ways out from that, so, you know. Yeah. Say, but for right now, the people that can get the RS, I think absolutely should. Absolutely. And if, if you can afford to get the RS... I think you absolutely should. Should. Yeah. Go it, for it. It's going to be great in every comparison that you... Or, or any type of driving that you experience. Yeah. Other than, like, obviously hard snow. You shouldn't be getting a 200 anyway. Go buy a winter tire. And or just don't drive Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just turn around and run Austin backwards. says, I have three-year-old Cellular R's. So... Dude. Mounted backwards. Dude, they did great. I don't know So, based off... Everyone's ranking so the RS is better than the AO52 by like 1.5 points mm-hmm. on, on an overall scale. And that was going to bring me up to the point, you know, these tires that we've talked about tonight. Um, you know, let's just go ahead and do a quick ranking, just like fly through this real quick. Number one is obviously going to be. I have the numbers right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, man. Yeah. Man's got, yeah. Man's yeah. got statistics. So, so <laughs> ranking, ranking from the bottom up. So we talked about six tires. We're going to talk about the NT05, 595, 660, RS4, AO52, and then the 71RS. So at the bottom of the list, as much as it breaks my heart, uh, is the NT05. Obviously, it's trash. It's not It's not great. <laughs> it's not a great tire. It's it's affordable for some people. It's, it, yeah. it might be a good entry level for people that might want to experience some parts of a 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is at the bottom of our list for... I like 300 travelers better than that. Yeah. Well, we're talking <laughs> yeah. about 200, so we have to rank it based on I know, 200. I know, so, just so, across all of us ranking, it, it got a 9.6 out of a potential 25. So, obviously, not that great. Um, followed actually really closely by the 595 in fifth. Um, that got an 11.1. And it's Maybe. federal boys are proud. We're better than something for once. Yeah. Um, and it so in third and fourth, or sorry, I guess technically, yeah, fourth and then third would be fourth being the 660 and then third being the RS4, obviously only separated by 0.1 points. And I think. How much? Point, point one. Point one. Out of so yeah, the six sixty was a nineteen point three out of a twenty five, and then the RS four was a nineteen point four. I think it's because of different different opinions about each tire. But I think that's they're good. totally different two hundred Chevrolet. Yeah, because for are. everyone yeah. for everyone listening to this, if you're undecided and you need a middle ground because you don't want to spend the money on a fifty two, the RS four is RS, a fantastic middle ground. Well, they both are because if you they want grip. If you want grip focus, go get a 660. Mm-hmm. If you want a daily level 200, go get an RS4. And this, we didn't even plan on this, but it's perfect because it lands right in the middle 
And it's exactly where people can split their decision. Yeah. Of I want a grip tire, I'm gonna go get a 660. I want more life. A 660 has life, but I want more life, and I'm gonna daily this thing, and I'm only gonna I can only afford to buy 200 treaders once every six, eight months, two years, whatever. Once a year or something. Yeah, know? the fact that they're separated by 0.1 points and we're talking about 200 treaders and they're such a different tire gives everyone listening to this the perfect two options, I feel like. And I think that's fantastic. It really yeah. is. The fact that we landed on that that, that, that is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. And we yeah. did bring up the points. We were talking about the same thing that he just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, they don't have access to trailers. So when they go to a track day or just go to an event, they have to drive on the tire that they're presented with unless they have spares and they can switch. But yeah. more than likely, they're going to drive on that specific drive tire. Drive I, I, yeah. I, me personally, with my experience with driving to the track for the past you know, two years, I drove down on an 8500 for my first track day. Yeah. It did okay, but it was my first track day. And then I went to an RE the next year. Drove down on one set of REs to three events last year, and they did fantastic. Yeah. I went through my second set of REs. I got those when I left Firestone, and I did the same thing. They did fantastic. And the 660s this year that I got in March, driving down to Red Atlanta and AMP, they did great. Driving down on track, in the rain, not in the rain, coming back. A little bit of rain, not you know, no rain, a little bit of rain, whatever. They did great, but I feel like an RS4 would have is going to have better wet traction, and which is too. which is why they're separated by that little yeah. amount. That point, that point one. one. So so, but that lands on for everyone listening, and, and even for us, if you know, if it's the middle of summer and you know you're going to be wanting, okay, it's going to be dry weather. I'm going to be doing this many track days. I want yeah. outright grip in TFA. <laughs> you can get your 660 and be happy with it yeah. and for the inclement weather or if you daily or if you even have two sets of tires and for some reason you always want to be on a 200 mm-hmm. you can daily your RS4s and then go to the and track on 660s to the 660s of the track or even if you have your RS4s you know going you know potentially on a, on a mountain cruise okay I'm going to hang out in the back and I'm going to let you know I'm going to let these warm up because I don't want to push them because they can't handle that yeah you know, but you can still drive. It, at the end of the day, an RS4 is still a 200. It can mm-hmm. still, you know, perform well under given circumstances. That's why it ranks so well in testing. Right behind the 52 in an RS. Yeah. Which, that's our second first place. First place being, obviously, not everyone in this group has a ton of experience on the RS. And even I only have 3,000 miles. Mm-hmm. But granted, it's 3,000 very hard miles on an RS. But I want to see us all rank the 52 after we test it. So the 52 out of 25 potential points got a 22.7 and the RS got a 24.2 out of 25, which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I left them, <laughs> well, I left them both at 4.8s for the reason being the margin of error because they're both pretty much perfect. I'm just really, I wonder if the split between the 52 and the RS it's like the 660 and RS4, but just the absolute best you can get before you start really pushing the limits of what you can drive on on the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and just yeah. so everybody's aware, our triple eight R's aren't aren't as good as they play off. Of Seema tire. Take them. Sorry, yeah. Seema tire. Okay. <laughs> right. If any, if thirty anyone, second rank, go. <laughs> if anyone listening to this, number one is is on an R triple eight R, I'm almost willing to offer to buy them a set of NTO five. 
They're going to be better. Yeah. I, to me, there is no reason to run R triple eight R unless you are sponsored by Boyd. Or you want to, or or, How old or you want to look pretty. Like twelve, right. twelve years or something. But but it's just it it, it has ne- they've never been significant in performance. They rank at the bottom of like every two hundred treadwear tire tests. And it's a hundred. They're rated at a hundred. They're a hundred treadwear. Oh, a hundred. Yes. Yeah, they're rated at hundred. Yeah, the Archblade R yeah, is a one hundred treadwear tire. Wow, what are yeah. those ninety dollars Falcons I, I just put on? I bet you they outrip an R triple eight. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and just talk some mad shit real quick. I'm willing to bet anybody on an R triple eight has been more car shows this past year than they have done actual driving. Set it, blast me, let's go. Let's qualify See actual driving. Blast the shit out of me. As, let's qualify <laughs> actual driving as a sanctioned event because you know some car show guys could be like, bro, we 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 did the dragon all the way to Gatlinburg, all the way to slam enough Gatlinburg, <laughs> and <just> the dragon. <laughs> that's driving, and not to like, not to demean anybody with a stance yeah. car, but let's talk about with with you know hard driving. Being you know sanctioned events, SCCA, NASA, you know HPDE events, autocross, whatever. Yeah, I'm well with the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody on our not that there's anything wrong with car shows either. I'm just saying it's not a driver's tire. If I see an R triple eight, I want to know if I can stand on your splitter. My splitter is rotting, and I can stand and on I can it. still stand on it. But we can't take it to SEMA though. We can't take it. I can't no. take it. Unless Johnny because gets it, it because so. it doesn't have hey. white R's on it. So hey, do you have a Bluetooth drive shaft? Huh? Do you have a Bluetooth drive shaft? Plenty so I have <laughs> before we get shit talking to Sema for a whole hour. <laughs> I have Bluetooth bearings. What are you talking do about? Do you do you guys agree with the way that we ended up renting the tires? Yeah, That's what I want to yeah. know because I I feel like that fell in, you know, first all the way down to sixth. You have seventy one RS, fifty two, RS four six sixty. I feel like those four are pretty. I mean that's. That's hard to beat that list. I, mean, I think yeah. it's a very confident and yeah. inspiring list, too, because not only do we have a lot of people that watch the series and hopefully watch it in the future um, that are track people, but mm-hmm. a lot of you guys hit the mountain pass. You just go for spirited drives, and you want to have a tire that not only can give you good feedback and everything like that, but main priority is safety. and. Yeah. You, want you definitely want to put confidence in your tire. Yeah. You so to... I agree with the I agree with the ranking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I will definitely say if anyone is even remotely considering an RS, you should definitely get it. Yeah. I drove on that car or I drove on that tire recently when the tires were towards the end of their life in the wet and in the freezing cold and in cold wet weather, and I felt extremely safe. I didn't feel like the car was going to understeer. I didn't feel like it was going to oversteer away from me. So if anyone is remotely considering them, I can definitely speak on the amount of life that they had and that they kind of took uh, from the beating that I gave them. So the amount of life that they that they give the driver under harsh conditions, whether that be weather, heat, hard driving, you know, regular daily driving, because I dailyed on them. Mm-hmm. They were my only tire. It's not like I swapped tires and then went up to the mountain or went to the track or whatever. If anyone's even remotely considering them, I would highly recommend getting them. It's everything that everyone loved about the R now fixed. You know, all the problems that everyone had with the R is fixing the RS. I haven't had any issues. I love them. I agree. I'm cool, man. It's been fun. I think it's yes, it I, that's a good way to wrap it up. Very informative. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I think we all got what's to express our, our opinions. What's our next episode? Are we going to leave it as a, as a we'll, leave, we'll leave it as a surprise. We're going to leave it open-ended. Yeah, we got to leave it as a surprise. We'll leave it as a surprise. Keep them coming. Oh, yeah. You got <laughs> I mean, this is only our first time. So. Except for the maybe, maybe we didn't scare you. Sorry, right. sorry. Yeah. we may have scared you off. 
It's okay. It's Anyone with back. an NTL 5, you can come talk to me. I'll be come your friend. On. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> we we don't hate you as a person. We'll, we'll watch you slide. We'll watch <laughs> you slide. <laughs> he might yeah. give you a, a single toe touching. Just a second. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for watching. If you're listening on Spotify, on our new channel, or if you're on YouTube, checking it out. Thank you guys so much for the shares leading up to this podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen to it. And most importantly, thank you for all the support and the continuous love. So we're going to end it with this. Guys, thank you again. And as always... Keep it in the past. We'll see you next time.